This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Top of the morning, this is Sister Sabrina. Can you please pray for Traveling Grace to and from? I'm going to see my auntie in the hospital today. Thank you. God bless yeah. you all. God bless you as well. And I'm writing it down now. Thank you. Have You're a blessed welcome. day. I'm going to Okay, you too. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, have a great day. Good morning, and happy Wednesday to you, too, Sister Lisa. Have a blessed day. Good morning, sis. Happy Wednesday, JC. Good morning, JC. Happy Wednesday to you as well, and I, I got your prayer request. Thank you so very much. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Valuable. It's Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Declare victory. Have a great day. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. Yvonne, God's got our back all the time. Good morning. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Felicita. Thank you. God, on you. Okay. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us?
Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is Brianna the Backer. Good morning, Brianna. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Felicita. This is JR. Happy Monday. Good morning, JR. Happy Wednesday to you. Oh, yeah. I'm off. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay. Ah. <laughs> Further along in the week than you thought. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Velocita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Velocita. This is Miss B. Um, Good morning, Miss B. My daughter is home, but continue to pray for her. She's very weak. Okay. We certainly will. Thank you for letting us know. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Um... Can I? My husband is having to leave uh, at the t- going to Elk Grove and Lathrop from ten to three, and I'm wondering if you could just keep him in prayers and also me because I'll be by myself and I don't know anybody here to be with me. Okay, so we'll be praying for traveling grace for your husband. Yes. Okay. And we'll pray for you as well. Yeah, he'll be going, like I said, to Lathrop. He'll be going one place and then Elk Grove and then another one at one thirty. And I'll be here by myself. And I'm frightened. You, like you're, I said. you're never by yourself, Susan. You're never by yourself. You always have Holy Spirit with you. We're praying for you. Thank Amen. you so much. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in during the month of July where our monthly theme is entitled Purpose. Each declare will focus on understanding that God created each of us for his specific purpose and what benefits and and power we have access to as a result of living our God-ordained purpose. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. 
second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. I sound like someone still has their phone off mute, so please check your phone to make sure you're on mute. Thank you so much. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings of our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests and some written um, prayer requests from um, the website. So the first one is from Swanita. She is requesting prayer for the Nathan family in Illinois. Um, the daughter and mother were in a car accident, and the mother is in critical condition. The mother's name is Sue, so we're going to pray for complete healing for her. JC is asking for prayer for Debbie. Debbie lost her son to gun violence. Sabrina is asking for prayer for traveling grace as she goes to visit her aunt who's in the hospital. Miss B is asking for prayer for her daughter. Her daughter is uh, home now from the hospital, but she's pretty weak. So let's just continue to pray for her healing. Miss Susie is asking for prayer for her husband for traveling grace and then just for um, peace and comfort for Susie as she's, she's home. And I just saw one more come through. Okay. Um, um, Rochelle is asking for prayer for her family. Uh, let's see. And for healing for her, her puppy, Teddy. Okay. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from Proverbs chapter 16, verse 4. The Lord has made everything for its purpose even the wicked for the day of trouble. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah for allowing us to see the dawning of a new day. Father, we thank you for how you watched over us and kept us last night as we slept. God, we thank you just for how you protected us, God, through the night with the, with the fireworks and the gunfire and all of the things that was happening around us. You allowed us 
to lay down and to wake up in your grace and in your mercy. And for that, we are simply grateful. Father, we thank you that you stayed the hand of the enemy that could have come in any form and in any fashion. Father, we thank you that there were no fires that came nigh us on last night, not us or our dwelling place. So, Father, we just bless you. Hallelujah, God. Even in the midst of all of the prayer requests that we heard this morning, before we ask you for anything, we're going to pause and just take a moment to thank you for everything because we realize that it is in you that we live, we move, and we have our being. Even as we traverse through times of trials and tribulations, you give us the strength to keep going. You put your resilience in us. And Father, we just thank you that even in the midst of going through, we realize that going through is better than being stuck. So God, as we take a moment just to check our hearts and to make sure that we're not despising where we are right now, that we realize that as long as we keep going, God, that victory is in you and it is ours. So Father, we just thank you today. Father, we thank you for how you continue to provide for us. We thank you for how you continue to make ways where there seem to be no way. Father, we thank you for how you continue to grow our faith. We always come back to you because no matter what we need, we realize that if you don't do it, Father, it simply can't be done. So God, we thank you that we have a God that can not be um, that does not sleep, that does not slumber. God, we thank you that you are touched by the feelings of our infirmity. Father, we thank you that you are concerned about the things that concern us. So, Father, even as we go to lift up the prayer requests that were spoken this morning, the ones that um, have not even been spoken, the ones that are still formulating on the surfaces of our hearts, Father, we thank you that you see all and you know all. You know all about us on this morning. So the things that we could not even find words to put into action, Father, we thank you that you know those prayer requests as well. Father, this morning we come lifting up those that are sick this morning, those that are shut in, those that don't have the activities of their limbs. Father, we lift up those that are hospital-bound, those that are in skilled nursing facilities, Father, those that are weak and that are feeble, Father, we ask that you would do what only you can do, and that's to be God. From the crown of their head to their soles of their feet, God, you made them, you know all about them, Father, we ask that you would heal and deliver according to your will, as it already is in heaven. We pray that it would be so in earth, Father, we lift up those that are working in hospitals, those that are working in the medical capacity in any way. Father, we ask that you would I'll touch them and allow them to desire to be conduits of you, of your love and of your grace and of your mercy. Father, doctors, God, we ask that you would continue to be their God. We know that you are the great physician. You have never lost a patient. Father, we thank you for Tanya this morning. We thank you that you have blessed her to come home. Father, but we realize that there is still a need for healing in her body. So God, we thank you for how you continue to show grace and mercy. God, we thank you that she is an example, that you are still working miracles. So Father, we just thank you for strength to her body. We thank you for her continued healing, for her continued recovery, for even her resilience. Father, we lift up Miss Barbara as she's taking care of Tanya. God, we lift up her brothers who continue to stand in the gap and intercede for their sister. 
God. We've seen you do it time and time again. So we just bless you for her life on today. And we ask that those others that are around her will be encouraged to know you simply because of her faith and because of her mother's faith. Father, this morning we lift up all of those that will be on the highways, God, those that will be traveling to and from God, those that will be going into the marketplace, those that will be going to see about the sick, those that will be going to work. God, we ask that you would do what only you can do and let's let your hands of mercy. Oh God, your angels that will go before them and that they will return home safely at the appointed time. We lift up Rick to you today. We lift up Sabrina to you today and we ask that you would do for them what you do for us and that's to keep them safe from hurt, harm, and danger. Father, we lift up Susie today. God, as she prays for Rick, we ask that you will bless her. We ask that you will calm every sense of anxiety, every sense of worry. God, we ask that you will remind her that you are with her always. Even when Rick is present, you are with her. So Father, we just thank you for that prayer request and we ask that you would do it in your son Jesus' name. Father, we lift up the Nathan family of Illinois, we're praying for those that were in the car accident. God, we're lifting up Sue for complete healing. God, you know her condition. And what they are saying is serious and is critical. God, we realize that you have the final say. So God, as her body rests and continues to recover, we give you permission to be God. And we just thank you, um, God, that for all the rest of the family members that were affected, and we ask that you would continue to bless them, God. We lift up Debbie to you today as she breathes the loss, grieves the loss of her son to gun violence, Father. We lift her up. And we ask that you would hold her in the cradles of your arms, God, and that you would comfort her like only you can. We thank you in advance for justice and grace and mercy as God, she remembers her son and that she moves forward to take care of that business. We pray for the entire family. Father, we pray for any and everyone else that we know of that may be going through loss, that may be grieving in the loss, Father, and we ask that you would comfort them as well. We pray that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding comfort their hearts and minds. And Father, we lift up Rochelle and her family, God. We even lift up Teddy, and we ask that you would heal, God. We thank you. God, we thank you. We thank you. According to her faith, that God, it will be done in the name of Jesus. We ask that you would apply healing in every member of that family in every specific way that you know it needs to happen. Father, we just thank you for testimonies, God, as we lift up those prayer requests. God, we thank you for testimonies um, of victory over sin, shame, and defeat that we will hear, God. We just thank you for all that you have done, God. We thank you for all that you continue to do, Father, even as we chase after purpose, as we seek to identify your will for our lives, God. We thank you for Holy Spirit that continues to lead and to guide us, Father. We thank you that as we shed off things to walk into purpose, that you will give us the holy boldness necessary to lay aside every weight. God, we thank you that the purpose that you have for us was set aside before we even came into the world, Father. We just thank you that you give us a mind to want to work for you, a mind to want to be all that you've called us to be. We thank you for your word. We thank you for Holy Spirit that you've given us as a guide that will light our pathway, that will shine a light into our heart, 
so that we'll know exactly what needs to happen. Father, we just bless you on today. So as we take our phones off from you, God, we do so with joy and enthusiasm because we know that you hear us when we pray. So, Father, we just thank you for how you continue to circumcise our hearts. We thank you for how you continue to make us mold us, God. We ask you to thank you for our minds, God, so that we have the mind of
afar off before we even ask them. God, we thank you. So as we put our phones back on mute, God, we pray for the declarer on this morning. We lift up Dion to you, Father. We thank you in advance for the word that will be shared. Hallelujah. We ask that you would open up the eyes of our hearts. God, that you would open up our ears so that we may not only hear, but that we will hear and understand that we will receive what you have to say to us today. Father, we thank you in advance for the lives that will be changed because of this world. We thank you for the seeds that will be planted, and we thank you for the harvest that will be yielded. We ask that you would bless her, anoint her even the more. These blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name. As we pass the call, grace, the call is in your hand. Amen. Can you guys, can you guys hear me? Yes, I can hear you. We can hear you just fine. I just wanted to make sure I was making sure my headset is good. Amen. Amen. And amen again. Thank you, valuable Valacita, for hosting and for greeting us. Thank you for leading us into corporate prayer and praise. And thank you to each of you who have lended your voice to today's sound. Um, I pray that our prayers were received well by the Father. Amen. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday. Happy 16th day after Juneteenth. Amen, amen, and amen. It is always a blessing um, to be found um, uh, open and willing to share the truth of God's word for our life, giving us instructions day after day. Uh, I am hopeful that this series um, will lend to someone discovering their why, lend to someone, identifying their how, and yield the necessary fruit to establish someone in their purpose and the divine plan of God for your life. I am grateful that today I can say I do not only understand my purpose, but I make my decisions based on uh, being in consistent alignment, it doesn't mean that I'm perfect. It just means that I'm intentional uh, about every day, about every step, about every conversation. I'm today very guarded of um, of my purpose, of my why. I know that it is essential not just to myself, but for my children and for the, those that I am called to serve as it relates to ministry. And so I'm grateful that we are having this dialogue, as I'm sure um, many people are where I once was, where I had a lot of questions. Um, I did not necessarily know how to interrogate the text concerning my future, how to um, superimpose the truth of God's word into my day-to-day living. But prayerfully, um, this conversation, this dialogue, this um, this whole series will help all of us at least glean, um, even have a hunger and thirst for the more that's going to be necessary to get us from one place to the next as it relates to kingdom living, kingdom building, and kingdom understanding. And so I'm going to read a, a bit this morning. It'll be a little bit different. This is a passage of scripture that I use to teach 
actually quite often. Uh, we're going to be coming from Genesis, the 37th chapter, um, talking about Joseph. You guys should know the story of Joseph by heart. Uh, it is a, um, a story that is near and dear to my heart because I can not only relate, but I understand that there is a process to get to purpose. There is absolutely a process to get to purpose. And um, generally, people don't really understand that a midnight season is necessary. Um, the Bible says it like this, endure hard times as a good soldier, right? And so there are certain things that the Lord will allow us to experience that that certain level of exposure, uh, that that thing that drives us um, into a place of one of two things. It is that that sixth chapter of emotionally healthy spirituality that I talked about. It is that place of the wall where either one of two things will happen. You'll either move forward or you're, you'll stand still and or retreat. Right. Either you will move forward, you will find a way over, around, under uh, the wall, or you will stand there and stare at it. And it will be the thing that keeps you from walking into and or operating in um, your divine purpose. I want to say this as, as the other day I, I shared um, a lot of my moments where for some of you it sounded like it was fun and glamorous. It was not. It was not fun. It was not glamorous. Um, I've had more than one midnight season, but I thank God for um, keeping my mind in the process. I thank him for um, keeping me hopeful that my purpose drove me further uh, than the process of my painful moments. Uh, my painful moments prepared me uh, for next seasons. And so I want to give you a way to turn the glass upside down, depending on who you ask. Some people say uh, there's almost nothing left. Some people say that glass is half empty. I want to give you the ability to always see the glass as half full, right? To always see the glasses as half full, even though it may look like there are only remnants that there's only a, a small portion, know this, that a small portion is better than nothing at all. And so in my mind, and this is just um, after many years of really changing the way that I think, changing the way that I feel about my reality, because technically it, it could have went another way. So um, as we go into the teaching today, I want you to um, – start to wrap your mind around um, possible as opposed to impossible, as plausible or something that is doable as opposed to it not being doable. For many of us, we have habits, we have tendencies, we have things that, uh, vices and, and all these things that keep us from feeling like we're qualified, feeling like we can actually move past our history into our destiny. And I, I want to give you a broader way to look at it, right? And I'm going to do that through the text. Uh, anybody that's listening, if you have not um, started to develop 
study habits, uh, routines in um, really seeking the face of God. I just want to implore you because it's not like anything that I'm going to say is super deep. Um, it just kind of is. And you've got to get to a place where you need to know what that isness is on your own. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're going to go right into uh, the word. And and I, I guess I would title it From the Pit to the Purpose. From the Pit to the Purpose. And I'm going to start reading uh, around about the fifth verse of the 37th chapter of Genesis. Um, and it says, Now Joseph dreamed a dream and told to his brothers... And they hated him even the more. He said to them, please listen to the details of this dream. And I'm reading, I'm sorry, in the Amplified. Uh, please listen to the details of this dream, which I have dreamed. We brothers were uh, binding sheaves of grain stock in the fields. And lo, my sheaves suddenly got up and stood upright and remained standing and Behold, your sheaves stood all around my sheaves and bowed in respect. And his brother said to him, are you actually going to reign over us? Are you really going to rule over and govern us as your subjects? So they hated him even the more um, for telling them about his dream and for his arrogant words. Let me pause right there at uh, the ninth verse. Um, we know that Joseph was the favorite kid. Anybody know about uh, somebody that's the favorite kid? <laughs> Anybody know something about having siblings and, and knowing that a parent esteems you above um, that that other sibling or those other siblings? I think that many people can relate to the favoritism that sometimes runs in our family. Well, uh, his brothers made it very clear that they did not appreciate the fact that their father had esteemed Joseph above them and made it extremely clear there was no guesswork involved. Um, the reality is sometimes, even as a child, the favor of God will show up in and on your life. Everybody can see it. Sometimes you don't necessarily realize it. It doesn't uh, necessarily click. For me, a lot of that transpired with my grandmother. My grandmother did not uh, necessarily have good input when my mother shared that she was pregnant with me. And uh, my, my grandmother sent my mother to live um, with her older sister in San Jose. And so um, for a long time, my grandmother wouldn't hold me. She wouldn't touch me because she was disappointed, quote unquote, um, in my mother for getting pregnant outside of marriage and things of that nature. But isn't it amazing that as time went on, my grandmother, out of all of her grandchildren, um, that was my, my honey. And, and she wasn't super nice. She wasn't super talkative. She didn't have a lot of words. But I knew without a shadow of a doubt that she loved me and she favored me because I was always there. I was always present. Um, 
I could say things to my grandmother that her own children could not say, or uh, I, I could get my grandmother pretty much to do anything for me. She was a piece of work. I loved her desperately. So let me go back to the word. It says, but Joseph dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers again. Right, And he said, see here, I have again dreamed a dream, and lo, this time I saw 11 stars, and the sun and the moon bowed down in respect to me. He told it to his father as well and to his brothers, but his father rebuked him and said, um, in disbelief, what is this? What's the meaning of the dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground in respect before you? And Joseph began. Joseph's brothers were envious and jealous of him, but his father kept the words of Joseph in mind, wondering their meaning. Um, it, it almost always happens that um, in, in certain company, people realize that the hand of God is on your life. It's not a secret. It's not uh, something that you can hide, per se, Uh Purpose always, kind of like in the business world, uh, you'll, you'll hear uh, Henry Ford say, success leaves clues. So does purpose. Uh, if you would uh, take the time to reflect back to childhood years, reflect back to some of the things that perhaps you would draw or some of the games that you would play, especially for us uh, seasoned folks or the, the OGs on the line, you know that there were things that when you were a kid you would do, playing with your blocks or your trucks or your racetracks or whatever it is that you had, your Barbie dolls. I can remember vividly um, drawing myself standing behind a podium, uh, imagining that there were uh, hundreds and thousands of people in front of me. Now, I haven't seen it to date yet, um, but I still believe that is part of my purpose. I still believe that is part of what it is that I will do. Um, it's just a matter of the process. And so here it says, uh, then his brothers went to the pasture, their father's flock, uh, then his brothers went to the pasture, their father's flock near Shechem. And Israel, or Jacob, said to Joseph, are not your brothers pasturing the flock in Shechem? Come and I will send you to them. And he said, here I am, ready to obey you. Um, let me pause right there. So even in the process of uh, discovering your purpose or walking out your purpose or going through the process of step-by-step step, getting to places of purpose and promise, um, one of the things that you have to do in spite of what it is that you've seen, in spite of even knowing that you're called to greater levels, to deeper revelation, to higher heights, as, as the old folks would say, in deeper depths, you still have to go through the mainstream process. I can even personally remember when the Lord started to kind of reveal to me before I was ready, before my character uh, was refined, before integrity was a primary thought, before I had all of the tools and instruments, I tried to go ahead of the process. Now, I didn't realize I was going ahead of the process. I was like, oh, well, you showed me this. Clearly, I must do this. It does not work like that. 
you got to go through each step, each measure. Uh, one of the primary scriptures that uh, really helped me to understand that was Psalms, the 84th chapter, where it talks about us going from strength to strength. Each one of those strengths appear before God in Zion. In other words, those strengths appear before God in an order to be interrogated to see if you are prepared for the strength to be released. There are things that we have to do and and put in full operation uh, to get to a place of preparedness for our purpose, a place of preparedness uh, for the promise, a place of preparedness uh, for actually operating in full teal, in full scale, right? So I, I personally still have steps and measures that I have to go through to get to um, those places that I saw as a little girl. Right, so here then um, Jacob said to him, please go and see whether everything is all right with your brothers. Now, mind you, his father is sending him to the people that envy him. He's sending him to the people uh, that have ill will for him in their hearts. All of this is ordered. All of this is instructed by the father. All of this is given to them, to do, given to him to do in an effort to get to the next place. Sometimes God will put you in places and positions where you have to serve the opposition. The question you have to ask yourself is, do you have the bandwidth? Do you have the capacity to obey God even when you know you got to go to unfavorable places? I've had to not only do it, um, but I've had to listen to people talk about me. I've had to listen to people call me witch and uh, say that I'm conniving and I'm manipulating the leadership. I mean, like all kinds of stuff, things that had nothing to do with any of my motivation, but everything that people felt about who they thought I was. Right. So there are certain things, especially when God has his hand on your life. There are uh, moments where people will recognize the oil on your life when you don't even see it. Right. And so here it is that uh, Israel had sent, or Jacob had sent him to go check on the enemy. Right. And so listen to this. Now it says, now, uh, uh, wait, so everything, the, the brothers, all right, with the flock, right, and bring word back to me. So in other words, go spy on your brothers, the ones that don't like you, go check them out, see where they at, see what they on, see if they're doing what I sent them to do. But it, but it also said right before that, it said, here I am ready to obey you. You have to learn how to obey God even when the task that's before you is difficult, even when the task that's before you is uncomfortable. Learning how to serve unlovable things is par for the course. Right, it's easy to love people. It's easy to uh, care about people when you know that they care about you. But what do you do when you know? Um, I'm sure Joseph in his heart felt their indignation about his calling, about his mantle, about his metron, about his matrix. I'm sure that he was not oblivious to the fact that his siblings understood that his father favored them over him. But still, his heart posture, the way that he thought, the way that he processed as a half full glass and not a half empty glass. It's not as woe is me, but all right, dad, I'll do whatever it is that you say. You got to get a dad. I will do whatever you say type of mentality when it comes to pursuing your purpose. 
Now, a certain man found Joseph and saw that he was wandering around and had lost his way in the field, right? Sometimes while we're on our way to purpose and promise, we get a little sidetracked. When God wants to bless you, he sends you a person, right? So for me, mindset momentum is just me being a person, right? That's part of my purpose. That's part of my process. That's part of my identity, right, is helping people redirect, reassess, and reassert. And it says, uh, he said, what are you looking for? And he said, I'm looking for my brothers. Please tell me where they are pasturing our flocks. And then the man said, they were here, but they moved on from this place. I heard them say, let's go to Dothan. And so Joseph went after his brothers and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him from a distance, even before he came close to them, they plotted to kill him. They said to one another, look here, here comes the dreamer. And now then come and let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits or cisterns or underground water storages. Now, uh, then, then we will say to our father, a wild animal killed him and devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. I'm going to stop right there. That's at 21. And so so a lot of times people from afar off have a, a mindset, an idea, a thought process to technically what I call throw you under the bus, right? They'd rather see you dead than win. They'd rather see you dead than uh, operating in full purpose. They'd rather see you stuck in a, a pit or what would appear as a problem. But the reality is the pit saves his life. The pit kept him uh, from being murdered. And thank God for those that advocate for you in the distance, those that be like, yeah, man, I, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be a part of that. I'm not participating in any of that foolishness. Thank God for his brother Reuben who said, yeah, no, I probably wouldn't be able to sleep too good if we did something that ratchet. I probably wouldn't be able to rest, right? And so it says, and now Reuben heard him and rescued them from their hands. Let us not take his life, Reuben said to them. Do not shed his blood, but instead throw him alive into a pit that is here in the wilderness. And don't lay a hand on him to kill him. He said this so that uh, he could rescue him, right, he could rescue him from afar off. And they returned him safely to his father, and then returned him safely to his father. So Reuben really had his own agenda. But do you know purpose will have you held hostage in pit moments? It'll have you in places that you can't understand. You can't put your finger on what is going on. Why am I here? What am I doing? What is actually happening in this moment? I'm I'm not telling you what I think. I'm I'm telling you what I lived, where I had to ask, Lord, what is going on? Why is this part of my process, right? Now, when Joseph reached his brothers, they stripped him of his tunic, uh, the distinctive multicolored tunic which he was wearing, the, the special coat that his father had given him to demonstrate his love for him, the special coat that said, I am anointed of God. I am the chosen one. And then they took him and they threw him in the pit. Now the pit was empty and there was no water in it, right? So it means that that was not the blessed place. It was empty and devoid of water. And then they sat to eat their meal. Ain't that something? Folks will do you low down and dirty and then sit down and get them a snack. <laughs> 
When they looked up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead, east of the Jordan, with their camels bearing ladanum resin. Now, let me tell you what uh, ladanum resin is. Uh, it says ladanum resin and mir going on their way to carry cargo to Egypt. Now, if you do a, a research or a study on some of the things that were in um in the vat for Jesus to be anointed, uh this ladanum or so-called uh ladin or uh ladanan is a sticky brown resin that is obtained from shrubs or citrus bushes right uh this this resin was used to make perfumes or fine oils or anointment uh things for embalming right and so they they saw that part of it right so it says uh these camels of these uh ishmaelites were carrying the things that were necessary for a season of anointing. I had never seen that before. I'd never paid any attention to the fact that they were carrying or bringing some of the same things that Jesus was anointed with before he went to Calvary's cross. Joseph was was technically sacrificed without being murdered. He was uh he was set aside and put in a, a deadly position in an effort to uh try to deter or distract uh his life from operating in purpose. Even when it looks ugly, even in hard places, there are moments in time where God will anoint you for the journey. I believe that this particular anointing uh, was to prepare him uh, to die to his will, to die to his understanding, to die to his intellect in an effort to live uh, the life that God had predestined him for, even though the path was difficult. For some of us, our journey has been difficult. I know personally, my journey has not been a bed of roses by any stretch of the imagination. Some of the things that I've experienced, some of the things that I've done, some of the things that I said, some of the places that I've been, um, I did not, not only not understand how did I end up here? What was I thinking? Um, even to the degree of having been married three times before the age of 30, right? I, that was not normal. That was not regular. That was um, painful. That was decisions made in broken places. That was uh, part of the damage from historical experiences that I took into my adult living right? We all have things that we go through that make it appear in our mind's eye that we will never get to purpose, that we will never get to promise. I could have quit a long, long time ago, but I believe that God had predestined me. I am certain that he had anointed me even in my pit moments. Judah said to his brothers, what do we do if we... Uh, what do we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood or murder him? Come and let us instead sell him to the Ishmaelites and the Midianites and not lay our hands on him because he is our brother after all and our flesh. So his brothers listened and agreed. 
the, the beautiful thing is because we all have assigned angels, there are certain things that I don't care what people plot. I don't care what people plan. I don't care what the ploy is. Uh, God is not going to allow his word to return unto him void. It doesn't matter uh, if, if your family members don't like you. It doesn't matter if that friend that you thought would be loyal until the end is not. God's agenda will always supersede any objective of an outside source. And then as the Midianites and the Shittimites uh, and the traders were passing by, the brother pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit. And they sold him to the Ishmaelites. How you going to come up on my oil, right? As human trafficking of the greatest kind, they were selling him into slavery, kind of like the things that we deal with in today's society where young girls are being kidnapped and young boys are being sold in, uh, being traded for sex. He was simply sold uh, to an enemy. He was sold uh, based on their loathing of him. He was sold based on their own personal insecurities. And the unfortunate part is there are some people that will traffic you and your gift. They'll traffic you and your mantles. They'll traffic you and your calling. It it, it just uh, is a matter of time, right? So so here it is that uh, the ultimate thing has happened, right? And they took Joseph into captivity into Egypt. Little did Joseph know is that that place of captivity would cultivate him. That place of captivity would begin to uh, have him stand above all others. It would have him in a place of being the man next to the man. Sometimes people want to be the man. You want the center stage. Now, that that's a whole nother process. We call that a sitting duck. Everybody sees you. Everybody knows you. Everybody um, recognizes what's on your life. Um, even in the, the prison, uh, dealing with the baker and the butler, even in uh, the palace, dealing with uh, Potiphar's wife, even uh, all of those things prepared him for him being not just the ruler, but for the manifestation of his dream. I want you to take some time today, especially for those of you that are fasting. Uh, for those of you have, who've made an active decision to participate in the Wednesday fast, I want to entreat you today um, to begin to ask Holy Spirit to show you the dreams of your past, to unlock the scrolls that are written of you in the heavens, to remind you of the things that you daydreamed about as a child, to remind you of the greatness that's down on the inside of you, to remind you of those moments where Holy Spirit would touch you and speak life to you uh, and remind you of who you are in kingdom understanding and in kingdom intellect and in kingdom reign and rulership. We have all had moments and glimpses and dreams and visions, whether or not you can recall them. The enemy's job is to steal, to kill, and destroy. Sometimes one of the greatest murders that take place is the murders of dreams, goals, and visions. It's the murder of the thing that keeps you from operating at a hundred till. It's the thing that keeps you from believing that God's promise for you is yes and amen in spite of what you've experienced. I don't care if you've been a drug addict. I don't care if you've been a mistress 
I don't care if you've uh, uh, been a whoremonger, whatever it is that you've been. I don't care if you weren't once upon a time a thief or a murderer. God's promises are still always yes and amen. For some of us, you've been the quote-unquote black sheep of the family. For others of us, uh, you've been the favored child of the family, and you're still trying to figure out how do I get my footing? What am I actually here for? Surely your role and responsibility is not to go to work and come home. Surely there's got to be more than uh, just being such a so-and-so's wife. And don't get me wrong, you can be called to being a wife. You can be called to being an excellent parent. You can be called to a myriad of things. But the question is, are you walking? Are you living? Are you operating in and on purpose? What does that look like for you? Is there uh, are there times and seasons where your whole life is dedicated to making sure that everyone around you sees God's love through your eyes, that they see uh, and experience His hand uh, through your words? Are you focused on? forward thinking or are you dealing with your right now tragedies and are you dealing with your right now fears and anxieties? What is it that you were called to from the foundation of the earth? And I guarantee you there's something there is absolutely more. Not only is there more, but if you'd actually be honest with yourself, you know that there's a thing, there's a business inside of you. You know that there's something, there's a book that God is pulling you and calling you to write. You know that there's something, there's um, some type of an invention that's been in your head. You've been doodling it since you were eight or nine years old. You know that there's something that's revolutionary inside of you. The question is, are you willing to go through the process of those pit moments, those midnight seasons, those moments of being uncomfortable? Are you willing to listen to the man in the field? Because sometimes we don't get to where we're going until we're connected to the right people. I got receipts. Sometimes it's a matter of being in the right place at the right time. And, and if the oil is pouring on the left side and you're standing on the right side, you're missing those opportunities. The question then becomes, God, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Am I in alignment with your will? How do you know? How do you, how do you know uh, that you are on your way to purpose and to promise, um, even in the hard times? When you know that you're doing everything that you can in your power, uh, to live a life that is pleasing to God. When you know that your hands are clean, when you know that uh, you are not out here just wilding out, but you are literally spending time in his presence, asking him the right questions, uh, going through the necessary motions, spending time with people who will help you to pursue the purpose and the promise. You're giving yourself over to time in worship. You're taking the time to just sit still and listen, but still things are uncomfortable, but still you find yourself frustrated, but still you find yourself where all your month uh, sometimes exceeds your money. I know that that sounds retarded, but kingdom math is different than than our natural math or cultural math, right? Sometimes in kingdom living, less is more, right? And I, I can only tell you from my experience when I'd be trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to make this money last 
to the end of the month? How am I going to make this particular thing stretch out for the course of the time that's necessary? And every single time, I, I remember the day I said, uh, I was talking to Tan, I said, hey, I am literally living in overflow. Like, I don't ever be knowing where, like, where is this coming from? Like, what? how did I have not just enough, but more than enough? How did I never miss a meal? And for some of us, it's going through a process of even to the degree of being homeless. <laughs> I'm, I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I've watched and walked people through. Thank you, Ruth Ann. Um, I'm, I'm telling you that sometimes it looks ugly. Yesterday, I saw a picture uh, that my cousin Benita took. That's from Richmond. Um, yesterday, Ruth Ann was out in the the uh, fields at the at the Fourth uh, of July celebration, selling fish, delicious dishes by Ruth Ann Willis, honey. Uh, that's me. And I looked at the line standing behind the truck. And my eyes immediately began to well up with tears because I remember her being in the kitchen in 2014 when it, when Tanya and I had our first uh, this and that um, meeting. And I asked Ruth, I always talked about cooking and talked about she wanted to one day have her food truck, honey. And I was like, well, come over here and fry this chicken for us then. And it went from that to our next event where we had a, a bunch of folks at the park and we'll cook for that and I've watched her grow um, and, and you may not think that cooking is uh, purposeful but I know that she brings salt and light wherever she goes. She loves on the people. She enjoys watching folks eat. Now Ruth's slow as molasses. Yep, I said it. <laughs> but the food is amazing. Right? And so I said all of that to say, but I, I also watched her sit in the courtroom in front of a judge and beg for her freedom. <laughs> right? I also watched her bury siblings and nieces and nephews and uh, revert from doing any and everything to operating in kingdom. I remember when Ruth read her first scripture, she needed a glass of water <laughs> to get through the passage of scripture. I remember Ruth wouldn't travel across the bridge for fear and anxiety. When you give God permission to pull you into purpose, um, sometimes that process takes a little bit of everything, right? It takes some painful moments. It takes some embarrassing moments. It takes some moments and some seasons in time where not only are you uncomfortable, but he'll allow the world to see you in uncomfortable, compromising position, position so that he can get the glory out of you arriving at your destination. For each of us, the journey is different, right? But know this, that just because you're in a painful place right now, just because the place that you're dealing with is in right this moment is not just uncomfortable but frustrating. Listen, I went through, I'll say I started um, a real serious journey about discovering who I am, what I'm called to, probably in about 1997, y'all, if I just be honest. Right? It was a very long time ago when my life was in complete shambles, when I, I not only didn't know who I was, but um, I didn't have a lot of support. I didn't have a lot of um, people around me pushing me to it, right? But I was so hungry for the truth of who God was. I was so hungry for um, the revelation of, of who God said I am 
that I was willing to go through the pain of the process of him breaking me gracefully in an effort to get me to this place where some things, I, you're not going to get me with that one. I, no, I'm not doing that. I, that's whack. I don't, I'm not interested in that over there, right? My life today um, is a lifestyle of worship, right? It doesn't mean that I walk around speaking in tongues like Dr. Phil does. Listen, if you ever go to Chicago and you get in the car with Philip, bring you some earbuds, unless you want to join him in speaking in tongues as we ride through the city of Chicago because he turns on his uh, beats and that joke of singing tongues, he'll do it for hours. I'm not making it up. My brother is not playing. <laughs> he is not playing out here in these streets. But what I'm saying is you got to get to a point where you realize that your purpose is greater than the pain that you have to endure. Everybody go through it. And the more you go through it and you run from it, the longer you stay in that system, right? And I can vividly remember the day I was like, yep, nope, 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 nope. We're not doing this no more. I'm ending this cycle. I'm getting past this wall. Um, I'm getting past my insecurities. I'm getting past my fears. I'm getting past all the things that hurt me. I'm getting past unforgiveness. I'm getting past bitterness. I'm getting past frustration. I'm getting past failure. And the reality is, can I tell y'all a secret? It's a decision. Now, Joseph, even in the palace, even though I didn't read it, and I'd encourage anybody to read this story, he modeled what it looks like naturally without being a God, without being a deity. He modeled what it looked like to go through to get to, right? He demonstrated to us that you don't have to fall victim because you are in an uncomfortable place. He could have went on and, and hit uh, uh, Potiphar's wife. He could have went on and did that. He could have went on and uh, he could have known what the the dream of the butler and the baker was and, and been like, I ain't telling y'all nothing. <laughs> right? He could have done a whole bunch of stuff. He could have, when his brother showed up, hey man, take them and feed them to the line. He could have done whatever he wanted to do. But instead, he not only composed himself, he, he operated in the fruit of the Spirit. He lived from there, learning how to live from the fruit of the spirit. I don't care what happens. I don't care how folks treat you because folks are a trip. People are something else. But you got to get to a point that your purpose is greater than your process. Your purpose is greater than the pain of it. Your purpose is greater than the frustration that you feel while you're on your journey. And you have to make an active decision to participate in your wellness. What does that look like? It means that you got to forgive the mother who didn't do what she was supposed to do. Listen, I'm telling you, all she gave you was what she had. I'm telling you from experience. You got to give, forgive the father that abandoned you. You got to uh, give him a pass because I'm telling you, there, there are some underlying things in him that he may not have realized that he had. And there may never be an apology uh, from a sibling who did you dirty because the favor of God was on your life. There are things that we have to go through that ex-husband who may have been verbally or physically abusive, who didn't do what you felt like he needed to do, or that ex-wife, whatever it is, right? It could be a myriad of things. That person that bullied you as a child, that person, that uncle that molested you and raped you, or uh, uh, that, that ex-boyfriend that, that uh, talked you into selling yourself, right, for the, for the hustle. All of these different things, the things that the enemy sets up long 
before you realize that you are so much more than a person. You were a purpose before you were a person. Everybody came here. If you had not had a purpose, you would not be here. And if I were you, I would fight like hell to figure out what that is. I would do any and everything to go through what it is that's necessary to get to. All of us have something that the world needs. You are a solution. You are an answer to someone's problem. But if you are out of position because you got a bunch of unforgiveness in your heart, you're not going to be usable. If you are out of position because you won't get over uh, the fact that this happened or that happened, it could be a number of different things. But you got to get to a point where, man, okay, that happened. Get over it. Move on. Let it go. Just forget it. it. It's done. It's over with. Now what? If you still grieving the loss of somebody, listen, one day we are all leaving here. One day we all check out. It is part of the process. We can't hold hostage the history of our lost loved ones. I miss my grandmother. I wish I could call her and be like, girl, what you doing? Right? But she's not here anymore. And I'm not mad at her. She lived 95 years. Amen. Right? Some of us have lost children. It happens. It's par for the course. And I'm not saying who cares. That's not that's not what I'm saying at all. Please don't misunderstand that suggestion. But what I am saying is we are all coming to pass. Right? We are all pilgriming through this process. And sometimes it's going to be painful moments, but don't get stuck there. Don't get so capsized by your experience that you forget to live. Somebody needs you. Somebody needs you to open your mouth. Somebody needs your sound. Somebody needs your truth. Somebody needs your liberty. Somebody needs your freedom. Somebody needs you to be in a place that is so, um, man, that is so absolutely covered that it re-energizes somebody else's purpose. I need you to trust the process, but I need you to chase after him, right? The Bible says this, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be open unto you, right? It is our responsibility to go after God in such a way that we run right into purpose. It means that you're going to have to wash your hands. It means that you're going to have to clean some stuff up. It means that you're going to have to rethink and reassess some stuff. And some of it is going to be very confrontational. It means that you need to keep somebody around you that's going to keep you accountable to answer to what God sent you here to do. I would not leave here without knowing who I am. I would not leave here without having done what I'm responsible for. I will not leave here without uh, completing the task. Victory City is not just in my head. It's in my heart. Uh, it's in it's in his plan. It's something that I have to do. Now, what that looks like, I don't know. I'm not positive. Declare victory was just a thought, I thought, almost 10 years ago. In six months, it'll be 10 years that I've been doing the same thing every day, and it happened in one of the most painful places in my life. All I wanted to do was pray. And here you are sitting in just my desire to pray. I thought, and it's a whole community 
right, that impacts nations even when you don't know it. Y'all's coins go to Africa. You've helped buy books for students in school. You've spent money to get greater education, right, as it relates to things of the spirit so that you're not just walking out here blind. Right, there are people that uh, stay up late at night to make sure there's a schedule. Whoever number is 831, I don't know who you are. I, I, I still to this day don't know who that is. But whoever you are, thank you for your consistency. Thank you for your love of these people that you are here every single day at least 15. And I still do not know who that is. I need to call that number just to say hello. You know who you are, right? Not just in the morning, but in the evening. Lisa Porter, every Thursday night. Eric and Juliet Smith, Monday after Monday after Monday. Uh, Pretty Patrice and Jeff and Imani and Cedric. And, I mean, so many folks. Miss B, who's been here for all nine, almost ten years. Susie, who's been here nine, almost ten years. This, this was just something I thought I wanted to do. All the, the books that have been birthed from Monique to Gloria to Cindy Bradford. Some folks have come and gone, Tanya and two books. There are so many things that have happened right here under the care of this ministry <laughs> that I tried to throw away three, four, five, seven, eight, nine times. But see, purpose won't let you just walk away. Purpose won't let you give up. Purpose won't let you quit. It won't let you throw in the towel. All the nights that uh, and, and the early mornings that I'd get up uh, out of the hospital bed uh, in that uncomfortable chair, sleeping in the wall where it was freezing while my baby was getting radiation or chemotherapy or had just had a surgery, and I'd go downstairs for an hour or so in order to make sure that the call kept going. Painful places, pit moments, but still we're standing in the promise and the purpose that I was birthed for so that somebody would get a revelation of God's great love, his immense, vicious care for us, that he loves us so much, valuable Valacita, hosting and greeting every single Wednesday for, man, since I started just teaching on Wednesday, consistently. Right, The folks that get up in the morning and pray, the folks that used to be terrified to pray now can pray heaven down without saying, Father God, Father God, Father God, 869 times. Right, People growing and learning and developing courage and strength through a process that was painful for me to get to. Right now, navigating my middle son, dealing with psychiatric stuff, right? I got to leave here and go to the hospital. <laughs> Right, But still, he gives me the courage to show up every single day, even on days where I don't have it. So that being said, uh, we can start to unmute Shell, and we're going to go into our second greeting and some Q&A, because I, I want y'all to get this so bad. Somebody needs you, right? Somebody needs you. Somebody needs you, Right? We got all these different venues. We got so many different open doors that that you can come and glean and learn from. Friday Night Live, Didi been here all 10 years, <laughs> right? So that being said, y'all, listen, let's go ahead and open the call up for a second greeting. Is there anybody that joined the call a little bit late? You didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. Now's your time. 
Good morning. Good morning. This is Shirley. Hey, Cheryl, good morning. And let me do this real quick. Let me back it up. Let me have our fellas jump in first, and then, ladies, y'all can go after that. Good morning, good morning. Cheryl. Go ahead. Oh. Good morning. Just humble Al. Hey, humble Al, good morning. Anybody else? Any other men? Amen. God be praised. All right. Any new callers? Yes. Good morning. Uh, my oh. name is Gail Jordan, and my friend Tracy Blakely invited me on this call this morning, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, we're we're so glad to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Many blessings, and keep coming back. We'll be right Thank here you. Monday through Friday. Yes, ma'am. Any other new callers? Amen. All right. Well, Ali Ali Oxen Free, anybody that wants to say good morning, do so now. Good morning. Good morning, good morning Mother. Everybody have a great day. You as well. Thank you. <laughs> good morning. It's Jubilant Juliet. Hey, thank you. Good morning. <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, it's Juanita. Good morning, Barry. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Gloria. This is Michael Jacqueline. Hey, Gloria. Hey, Jacqueline. Good morning. Good morning. It's Persistent. It Moxie. Hey, Moxie. Hey, Persistent. Good morning. Good morning. It's Elsie. Hey, Elsie. Good morning. Good morning, it's Tracy. Hey, Melody. Hey, Trace. Good morning. Good morning, this is Tenacious P. Hey, Tenacious. Good morning, Hey, good morning, Miss Krishanda. Hey, Krishanda. Good morning. Good morning, family. This is Prosperous. Hey, Prosperous. Good morning. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good morning, family. It's Magnificent. Hey, Magnificent. Good morning. Hey, girl. Hey. Good morning. It's Diane. Hey, Diane. Good morning. Hey, girl. Hey. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Lenore. Hey, Lenore. Good morning. Hey, man. Anybody got any questions, comments, commentary, arguments? I'll take them all. Hey, hey. Good morning. This is Sister Sabrina. Hey, hey Dion. I just want to hey, um, say thank you. Um, Thank the host. You know, um, you talked about a lot of stuff, and um, I'm a big crybaby. I'm always, you know, on this line, I cried, I smiled, I laughed, 
And I just want to say thank you that I really appreciate because what you talked about is what I'm going through right now. Traumatized as a little girl. Now, I know my parents did the best they could with what they had because they had me at a young age. You know, you talked about the grandmother thing. I loved both of my grandmothers, and they loved on them some baby pie. That's what they call me, baby pie. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm praying to God. I'm asking God, what is my purpose? Because I know I have a purpose and a plan. And I don't want to be that ugly little girl. I mean, not the, you know, that ugly young lady. And I've been finding myself flashing, like, you know, some don't sound right, don't look right, don't smell right. You know, I'm asking, you know, like, what is it, you know, to these people? And I don't want to, like, cat off and flash on these people that have not done nothing. So it's something that it's me. And then I have to go back and say, I apologize, like, to my daughter. I don't want to fuss and argue with my daughter. I love my daughter. She a teenager. She growing up, yeah. And I have to let her be who she is, but still stand firm as her mother, as a single parent. You know, and talk to her and let her listen. I have to listen to that child because I've hurt and harmed my children. I have two beautiful children and three beautiful grandchildren. So because I'm clean and sober today, I don't get to just say, I apologize. It takes work because these kids is working on trust issues. Oh, I've seen my mama do that before. I've seen her get cleaned up before. What's going to happen next with eight years clean and sober? What's going to happen next? So sometimes I have to just be quiet and listen to them children talk. Be quiet, Serena, because they still are grieving from the hurt and the pain that you have not been in their life for a long time. And so I'm just grateful. And that's all Amen. I got to share. Thank you. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's real. It's real, and it's a process, and you got to give yourself some grace. Anybody you. else? Dion, this is Jacqueline. I want to say thank you for um just for your example, and when you indicated that we were a purpose before we were a person, the things that you talk about, I love that um, you help make it possible. So having walked through this and the way you stand, I mean, it's almost like people, when they tell us what they're going through, going through, as not because you haven't, but like, yes, and, and so you can still get through it. So um, I, I just really thank God for having bolstered you in the way that he did and how you continue to show up. You haven't changed how you present the information. And you're just, as the scripture says, we're living epistles. We're written epistles read of men. And um, the way in which you are relatable and people can identify with the real life person. Too many times we might read something and see the the intro and then the the end of a thing. Sometimes we only see the end of a thing or the middle, but we don't know what happened in between uh, the promise being spoken and then the promise being revealed. It's the stuff that's in between. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Many, many, many people um, are helped as a result of just your relatability, your, and it's another word that I want to use, but for lack of it, it's just your 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 willingness to be vulnerable, to be naked, to be bold, and to not apologize. 
So we were a purpose before we were a person. That's of many things, but that's what I grabbed this morning. So thank you. Amen. And it's the truth. It's the truth. And I think when you keep that at the forefront of your mind, some of the things that we go through, um, you would give yourself grace. You know, and, and I'd be looking for the person in the field that's going to help me get to next because there, there's somebody in the wings. There's somebody in the cuts. There's somebody in the waiting. There's somebody in the brush that's going to help you get to next. You just have to be open to better. You have to be open to different. You have to decide uh, that it's your responsibility to give yourself permission for more, right? And and my greatest prayer consistently uh, for, for everyone that's on the call is that God give you the capacity for more. Um, and that's one of my constant prayers. God, continue to expand my borders and my coasts, according to Isaiah 54. Help me to be enlarged in the place of my tent, that I would be able to house that which you've called me into from the dark places, from the brokenness, from, you know, the, the place of unforgiveness, the place of bitterness. I had the experience of um, and, and often do of, of people who are bitter and don't even really realize how bitter they actually are. And you can hear it. It has a sound, just like freedom. Freedom has a sound. Um, and I, I tease here of late, listen, if I feel any better, I'm going to join the Navy at 51. I'm going to join the Air Force, honey. Be like, <laughs> hey, I'm going, dun, 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 dun. like for real. But it took 50 years to get to. Anybody else? Anything? Hey, Dion, it's persistent. Hey, persistent. Um, Hold on two seconds. Hold on. Who else was that? That was Jill. Hey, Jill. Okay, so go persistent and Didi. So uh, persistent, Jill, Didi, go in that order. I just want to say um, uh, from Mindset Momentum, your accountability partner that God gave you me, I don't take that for granted. I'm very aware of that. This morning when I got up, there's some mornings you hear him, sometimes you don't. I'm going through that process. But he made it very clear. I want you on the call this morning. Your, I, I agree ditto with Jacqueline. I wanted to, there's, when you cry on the inside, but you're not crying on the outside this morning because what you've done for all of us, those of us who are sitting and listening to you and taking up your experiences that you went through, you've made the Bible tangible. Oftentimes when you read the Bible for me, speaking for myself, you have, how do I do that? How do I get there? You have these questions, but with you, You've gone through the process, and you made the map. You wrote, you, you wrote out the map, how to get there, what to do, your next steps. This is how it looks like. I know. This, you know, and you just, you make it plain. Um, I hear you say, my accountability partner say, you know, I'm so They look at too many rooms. But you're not. Sabrina, mute your phone. Go ahead. That Sorry. wasn't me, Dion. Oh, who was that? It sounded just like you. Whoever it was, Rochelle got it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Priscilla. I'm sorry. To me, to me, 
so many lives are going to be saved. The question I have in my mind when I hear you say that, how can she say that about herself? So many lives are going to be saved. So many people are not going to go to hell because of her. You know, no petty person, I'm just giving you props, no petty person does that. <laughs> and And I just love you so much because you're giving me the opportunity to be free and so many others just by what you are. Like Jackie said, you're so relatable. So, I mean, you know, you got me question, not question, just questioning where I am in my, in my, in my church, questioning where I am around people that I, a, a place that I've served where God may be pushing me out and wanting me to go someplace else, you know, questioning, uh, the things that I've been coming up with, books that I thought about that are still tangible today, the experiences that I've been through that I'm not haven't yet spoke about, um, that God wants me to talk about. All kinds of things are being unearthed in my belly right now. And it's all because of this ministry. And I just want to say I love you so much. I appreciate all the things that you've done and doing and who you are. And I just want to say that to you. Thank you, Dion. So I'm going to get from underneath the bed, the bed frame, <laughs> and say thank you. Um, I don't, I don't consider it anything other than my responsibility. Um, and and if I got to be shamed for somebody to be free, so be it. It's it's all good. The beautiful thing is today I don't feel shame. It is what it is. I did that. I got the t-shirt. The mug, uh, the bobby socks, the uh, the hat, the Letterman coat, for because I mastered whatever it was that I did. If I was out of pocket, I was gonna be out of pocket. If I was getting money, I was gonna get money, right? If I was running game, I was gonna run game. If I did all of that in the world, why not get over here in kingdom living and? kingdom experience and give the same tenacity. I was very outspoken in the world. It doesn't make sense to get into kingdom and not be this that same person. I am who I was. God just perfected it. Manipulation went to influence. There's a huge difference, right? All the things that I know I did that were absolutely whack, they were not serving me. Today, I get to live from a place of freedom saying, God, I thank you for taking everything that I thought um, I was in control of and converting it for kingdom use and kingdom purpose. That's all he does with all of us. And the moment you stop being ashamed of your history, you start walking into your destiny. Destiny, I don't have time to be shamed. Oh, well, I did that. Amen. Thank you for that, Priscilla. Thank you for your kind words. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Um, and, and I thank God um, that I'm still growing. I'm still becoming. I don't do everything perfect. I don't have everything down to a science, but that which I understand is harmful to me and harmful to others. I steer clear from because it's just easier to live from this free place. I've learned how to abide, right? And it, it still gives me grace. Go ahead, Shell. Thank you again, Priscilla. Hey, D, um, one, oh, my God, um, great declaration. Um, thank you for um, <laughs> just ha- uh, reminding us about Joseph's story, actually his life, um, and how it 
how it helps us to take a look of, see the humility in Joseph um, and being chosen. You know, a lot of times we don't know how to handle that either. You know, we walk in it or we take it for granted and use it, you know, for our good. Um, his his life was just, it was, it was all that it was. And, you know, the purpose um, that was assigned to his life, yet he still pursued and did it. Um, so, yeah, I, I appreciated that. And it helps us again every time to take a look at what God has called us to. Many are called, few are chosen. But what he's called us to do, we all have a charge. And I hope you don't try to join any of the military services as 50, honey, because they going to let you go in training. Because you can't out Sarge the Sarge, ma'am. You gonna get in there and be trying to tell them what to do, and they be all like, "Let her go, let her go." But yeah, so love you, sis. Hey, D, are you there? Uh oh. I'm sorry, I'm muted. I'm so, I'm sorry, I'm oh. muted. Go ahead, D. Thank you, Rochelle, oh, for that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I agree with y'all too about that. Uh, about that service. No, no, ma'am. You're going to get kicked out. Um, I love you. <laughs> I thank you for this morning. My God, as you were talking about your grandmother, I started tearing up because when I tell you, my mama's mama, that was my boo. And she reminds me of your grandmother. She lived, she was like 93. Um, but she instilled in me as the youngest um, what my purpose was. She was the kind of grandmother, you know, I was on her coattail. Not, I didn't get to meet my dad's mother because the summer he was going to take us she passed away. So I've always kind of felt a little void. But what I want to say is that beauty for ashes is real because as I watch my children and my grandchildren just surrounded by grandparents, because it does matter. It really does matter um, how we get poured into so we know our purpose and not get thrown off because the things of life are going to come. Like, y'all know, those who know me know my know me. I'm silly. I like to have fun. You know, I have people raising their eyebrows. Is she really saved? Yes, I most certainly am. I'm just not wired like y'all, and I'm not a front row. Don't give me the supporter. But I'm not going to sit on the front row with the missionaries. That's not what I was called to do. I'm clear on my assignment, and that's to reach those that most of y'all probably wouldn't even talk to, and I'm good with that. But I want to thank you, too, Dion, for the last 10 years of my life being dope. And I only said the Friday Night Live because I did it consistently for years, with a whole husband, took a break because life happens. But y'all, those of you who want to come on Friday, come on back. It's not going to be every Friday, but this Friday we're talking about rejection. And, and y'all know we don't we don't play. It's not like the morning call. We can talk about any subject matter, and it's no judgment. And I want to thank you again, Dion, just for your your heart and all that you've been through. And I know you, and I love you, and I thank God for you, my children. I'm gonna say this last thing. You know you dope when you have, my kids have so many aunties that'll check on them. Dondria, I mean, everywhere Armani travels, he gives one of y'all loving on him and blessing him. So it's just a lot to be thankful for in our purpose. And know your assignment so you're not on the wrong one because sometimes we get off because we think God sent us there and it's not. Know that you know that you know. Amen. It's real Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, this is Sylvia, and I tell you, boy, 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 um, 
the purpose and God's purpose and this, you know, listening to people and this had it before. What I love about you is your humbleness that you're so quick to remind us that this ain't me. You know, this is God. This is what he put on my mind for, you know, what to come up with for every month and so forth. And as I listen to people um, many times um, testifying to how this line has changed their life, how being a part of your purpose changed their lives and given them purpose. And I'm not going to tell the 2021 story because everybody heard it. But I will say this, had I not been sent and led into my purpose and from being a part of this ministry, I would probably be up under the bed somewhere. I would be bawling every single day. But because of God's purpose that he showed me, I asked him, what is your purpose for my life? Not what I want, but what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. Not, you know, and being led into chaplaincy, mm-hmm. but he had no idea that I would be my mother's chaplain. Yeah. I would be to her all the way until mm-hmm. the day she passed. So God's purpose is, is so important, purpose in our life, what he has. Like he said, I love that part about, you know, not the person, but the purpose. He already right. knew. You know, black sheep or not, crack addict or not, he already knew what his purpose was. Yeah. And I thank God and I thank you. It's amazing. Amen. It's amazing. Amen. And Thank to the you, lady that with the children, you know, from being an addiction, me and my daughters have the best relationship, but it didn't happen overnight. When I stopped right. beating myself up, when I realized being out there on drugs was punishment enough, when God, mm-hmm. when I realized God forgive me, who am I not to forgive myself? I surrendered. Absolutely. Come on. I surrender and I went to the opera last week to three of us to see my mother's favorite opera on Saturday. Me and my daughters. They inspired them. They've been to NA meetings. They've been looking for me in the crack house. All of that. And now they're 39, 40 years old. They didn't follow my steps and they don't condemn me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That's all right. Mm hmm. Very good, very good. Thank you, Sylvia, for sharing. Very good. Anybody else? Yes, hi. Good morning. This is Danette. I want to say that, um, yep, I agree with Sister Sylvia. I appreciate your humbleness. I appreciate you being there. And I started last year in July on transformation, and I have made such a great um, transformation, um, a great stride in my life just by studying, being in the Word, and um, just um, being on this line as well. The last three months, no, I was not consistent, but I am here. I'm still here. And, you know, you said one thing that stuck out from, you know, from the pit to your purpose, and um, I feel like in my heart of hearts that I'm getting there, and I appreciate you for that, and I also appreciate the word, too, because without anything, without the word, we would not even, you know, have anything. We couldn't even strive for anything, so I appreciate how you deliver the word, Um, and that's it, and everybody have a blessed day. Amen. That's good stuff, Danette. That's really good stuff. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, it's me. Hey, me. 
Hello, beautiful people. I'm almost too tired to talk. <laughs> they I kicked did your not booty, know. huh? <laughs> Ooh, let me up. I did not know Fairfield got down like that. Fairfield was turned up. Turned up. I, You know, and it's so crazy that when we got there, so call, I'm leaving. We don't get nobody. In the next hour, I'm leaving. When I tell you, we did not leave Fairfield until almost, well, yeah, about midnight. I wow. cannot believe the delicious dishes from cooking in Dion's kitchen when she was when she could when you could see everybody coming to your door and you call me on the phone you said Ruth are you having a party at my house <laughs> Dion let me use her kitchen some years back to to um, do a pop up <laughs> she said Ruth my house will smell like fish for a month. Uh huh. I'm so life. grateful for you open up your door to allow me and my friends, and you know it was all good people come to you. They come, and you know what? And it's it's, it's kind of crazy that some people, well, they came to your house. They thought it was mine. I was like, oh, I wish. Beautiful home, beautiful. It was just perfect, beautiful um, view and everything. And um, I remember even when um, Ladybug, Ladybug came to your house. Is no longer here. Bless her heart. You know, um, it, she came and we just had a good time. And Dion, thank you so much because that was my part of my journey being here today. And um, I was, as you were speaking, kind words of me this morning. Of course, you know, I had, I cry, I'm a crybaby. And Kyle going to look at me and said, I know you was going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, be quiet. Because all words were true, and I thank you so much because it it was a journey. Um, I finally, um, you know, got across that bridge because God allowed me to get some jobs in San Francisco where I had to cross the bridge to get my money. And I was, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it had to go by myself, but I know that God was with me. I had to literally turn the music up or roll the window down to distract my mind and just pray and just. I mean, forty some was a forty some years old. He had to go across the bridge. That's crazy. Like the anxiety mm-hmm. was so. I mean, it was hitting me so hard. I couldn't believe it, but I, I was petrified to get across that bridge. But I made it, and now I only I can go across any bridge without any problem. Oh, and not oh, not only one bridge. I had to cross two. Mm-hmm. And so I thank God. I thank I thank God again. I said the other day. Thank you for allowing God to use you to bless us. You know, this is a safe place, and I don't have to worry about my business all over the place. I thank you for just continuing to bless my family. You know, Kayla, I always talk about you, and <laughs> you are AC, you know. And so thank you. And, and, and to Philip Watson, he's so funny. Um, <laughs> I said it with talking to you, say, really, Ruth? Really? <laughs> y'all don't know what y'all do for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Listen, this thing is expensive. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. This is Miss B. Hey, Ruth. I remember them days. <laughs> it is so good to listen to you. You're just an encouragement. Um, every time I listen to you, you thank you. you. I love you. You're, you're special. You're very special. And I'm talking about both of y'all. 
God is good. We just have to trust him. Yeah. I agree, Miss B. Hello. Amen. Morning, Crescendo. Oh, you know my voice. Good morning. Mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you, as always. Great declaration. Thank you for your obedience. Thank you for your daily, hourly, millisecond press. <laughs> and one of the things that you, um, one of the things that you said that um, really resonated with me is, um, you know, trusting God's timing to, um, you know, search out your purpose, but um, trusting God's, God's timing and kind of, you know, working through some things with you. So that really um, um, stood out for me. So being obedient. Trusting God's timing, seeking out His purpose for your for your life, and um, okay. and also all the accountability, um, the accountability. So thank you, God bless. Amen. And I'm keeping accountability. Your I appreciate it. I need them consistently, for real, for real. Accountability is a really big part of all of it. Um, I thank God for those that not only keep me accountable, um, but give me the grace to be human simultaneously. It's, a, it's an absolute blessing. Amen. Anybody good morning. else? This is Shirley. Yeah, this is Shirley. Hey. Hi. Hey, Shirley. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, you, you, you've made some really good bullet points today regarding purpose. One of the things I, I love when I heard you say, when God calls you, do you respond, regardless of your path? God still has a purpose for you. Um, and I, I love that because we think because of, of something that has happened to us that we are not valuable and, and regardless. And then you mentioned that your purpose will be greater than your pain. Sometimes we have to go through that failure, disappointment. Uh, but if we work in the fruit of the spirit, uh, then we know our purpose is even greater uh, than the process that we're temporarily going through. So I just wanted to say uh, thank you for saying that. But then you also mentioned about we also have to fight. Uh, we just can't sit back um, because it's it's almost allowing the situation to beat what God has for us. Uh, and and um, and it is necessary for us to uh, trust God during that time and not to be held as you mentioned earlier or be hostage to the thought that maybe someone hurt you or someone betrayed you um, because if we are held to the hostage then we're not walking in the purpose that god has designed for us and then you also mentioned about don't leave earth without completing the plan god has for you and so you, you said so many things that I just wanted to say. Thank you for showing me uh, the different path of how to get to the purpose. You also mentioned that it's not easy, but you can still make it happen with God's help and trust. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. Amen. Amen. And and no, it's, it's not always easy, but I, what I will say is um, after a while, Certain things happen 
Um, and they don't stress you out anymore, like the anxiety and the fear that that once upon a time would um, drive you to sleeping less at night. Honey, I gets in my bed. I don't care what's going on. I don't care if it's a medical emergency, a psychiatric emergency, a catastrophe in the lives of my siblings. I'd be like, oh, all right. <laughs> now, that took a long time. That took intentionality. That's a constant practice of deciding. You hear me? Deciding that, God, I don't care what I see. I don't care what it feels like. I'm going to trust you. It's a decision. Straight up. Mm. It's a choice. I have decided to follow Jesus and everything about who he is, what he says I am, speaks rest for my soul. And so I've learned how to rest in him. It's a decision. Thank Amen. You. Any, Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Tornita. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, Dion. Um, lately, you know, um, I just want to say thank you for your um, transparency and things. But lately, when I've, I've been on the call, and you be speaking, and if I'm still in the bed, I kind of, your voice has now been kind of soothing to me, so I kind of been drifting <laughs> off. Um, so I really, um, you know, a lot of your um, testimony, a lot of things that you've been through, not a lot, but some, I would say that I um, definitely um, can relate to because I've been through similarity. My grandmother. Um, was a big part of my life. Um, she, you know, helped my father. My father was my um, caregiver, and my grandmother just pretty much took over that and raised me, um, helped raise me with my dad. Um, but some of the things that I grew up with her teaching, it was instilled in me, but yet I still kind of went my own way as well. You know, I ended up in some ditches and some different other things, you know, as far as my life goes, you know, um, the things that I, I did on my own. I was married young, had children young, um, but some of the decisions that I made, you know, I know that it would help someone because a lot of times, you know, even when I was um, going to court and the judge would see me and the, um, the lawyer that I had, he was like, well, you know, you don't look like a typical drug dealer. So, you know, they probably just, <laughs> you, you know, they're probably not going to give you any time. You probably just get probation because you've never been in any trouble. You don't have any record, probably history or no record. So you're probably not going to get too much. But, yeah, you know, that was a lot. But anyway, <laughs> I did get some time, and I did some time. So, but, you mm -hmm. know, and it's the thing that they say, you know, you don't look like that. And then, you know, even the type of person that, I still am. I'm not a big, loud person. I'm, you know, pretty much um, kind of, you know, quiet, depending on my surroundings. <laughs> but um, mm -hmm. I, um, you know, I just thank you for how um, you present things. And it makes you, and it, it's the provoking of the thoughts and the provoking of what am I doing, you know, to further, you know, the kingdom. What am I doing for what God purposed me to do? You know, all the things that I know I went through wasn't just for me. So I do know that. 
And I know that he's using everything. I mean, because I've been through so much, you know, and I know we all have. But when I've been through so much, you know, back in the day, it wasn't um, Amber Alert, you know, and I had my kids kidnapped before, you know, and got my kids back, you know, um, going to prison and my kids go through that, you know. But me and my relationship with my kids, they have always been tight, you know, so I haven't, I thank God for that, that it didn't, I did not lose uh, connections with my children and we always been and had a bond. Um, but I just, you know, with all that being said, I'm not going to hold up the line. I just thank you for everything that you said, everything um, that you've been through and that you're sharing with us and how to get through. And so, and I thank you for even missing an accountability partner. Lately, I've been trying to, we've been, you know, um, Monica and I have been reading um, consistently on the line, you know, on the phone together. We have been just making nice. sure that we get reading together, that we read the scriptures and go through the word. So I just thank God for that because that that is helping. That is helping being consistent. And that's what you were talking about before, that, that consistency. And um, that's what I need in my life is consistency. I'll start all kinds of things. And maybe it's ADD, I don't know. But I'll start all kinds of things, but never finish. I'll start out working out good, then I fall off. Start eating out, mm -hmm. eating regularly, like healthier, but I'll fall off, and I don't consistently do it. So just thank you for who you are. Love you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you hey, for Dee. that. I appreciate it. Hey. So I wanted to, this is Didi again, because you touched on something that's so dear to my heart when you talked about grief and how we don't, you know, people are going to die, and they do. And those that know, know how many people I've lost. But when you said that, I said, through declare victory, I've learned to not stay in that place, right? And as I think about, like, Shell and the veil and just different people who say losing all her brothers and just all the grief that we've seen when you were talking about it, Grief is just love with nowhere to go, but I thought about declare victory and how many victors have come on this line or are now gone to glory, like Diamond Gale and Adrian and Pamela Carter and, you know, so many that we no longer hear, but was just assignment. Diamond Gale, it just popped up on my Facebook memory. She's the one who gave me Dynamite Beauty, and I'm grateful for that because mm -hmm. you just never know what somebody's assignment is. And as we've gone through, and you know, Bubbly is going through some things, and Andrew, I mean, there's so many victors that we don't hear, but I just don't want us to mm -hmm. forget, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. because they're so mm -hmm. instrumental. So when you said that, I thought about, and um, even laughing at Ruth Ann, drinking water, reading scripture. Pam was in the convalescent hospital <laughs> calling in. You know what I'm saying? And um, mm -hmm. Adrian. So this mm -hmm. has just been a great place. And I was thinking about how many people, because they said, oh, I saw your I saw your post. I'm calling in. So many people who have, like you said, they come. It's not for everybody. Because some people call them like, well, y'all do too much. The um, corporate praise, throw people off. And then you, they might hear somebody mm -hmm. declare, and it's like, I thought it was a prayer call. Like you said, we've been called everything mm -hmm. from a cult to whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you know your yep. assignment and you're from Richmond, yeet, you just keep on yeet. doing your thing. So I love you. I just want to remind us about those that have just been a blessing to this call. So many. So many. Mm -hmm. What was um, mm -hmm. Brother Cornell from San Francisco? That's what I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Amen. Amen. Good Anybody morning. else before? We... Hey, good morning. Yes, this is Brianna. Um, 
Hi. So it's hey, something girl. that you hey. said that really just kind of took me. Um, hold on. Let me look, pull up my notes. Along the lines of when you stop being ashamed of what you've been through, you're walking to your destiny. And lately, like in the past couple of days lately, that's what the Lord has really been dealing with me about is, un- <laughs> is understanding uh, or coming to terms with everything that I've been through, big or small, uh, unfavorable, like what I really went through. It has purpose. It has meaning. And the moment that it hit me so hard because I'm like, I'm going to have, I'm, I choose because I choose to trust God to talk about those things one day. Like it's, it needs to be said. It needs to be talked about in order for the real me to be revealed. And it, um, yeah, that just, <laughs> ouch, it really hit me this morning. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and along the lines with what everyone else has said, you know, it takes, um, for you to be that example of what that looks like. It's truly inspiring to me. Um, to see God use a woman and um, your, your, just your honesty, your realness, it truly does help me to um, have an example, if that makes sense. So thank you that I needed that um, one-two punch this morning. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> really, if, if you just keep it 100, it's super selfish to think, number one, that God didn't consider that you would go through everything that you've gone through. Um, and unfortunately, for the majority of us, we create this persona. We make up this person um, to survive and to look like we got it all together. Listen, I don't have it all together all the time. The beautiful thing is that that's not a prerequisite to get to purpose, right? Having it all together means you don't need God. I need him, right? I know that if I don't stay conscious, if I don't stay stay cognizant, if I don't stay present in his presence, I'm going to play myself every single time. I don't have that to do, right? So I do what's necessary to spend time with him, Um, even if it just means sitting in one spot for 30 minutes a day, right, or 15 minutes, or start with two minutes, right? You'd be surprised how many people can't sit still for 60 seconds, right? Put a timer in your phone that just says, sit still with the Father. Create disciplines that will help you to help yourself. That's why we do these fasts on Wednesday. It's more about discipline. Um, It's more about setting yourself apart. It's more about setting yourself up to be able to hear the voice of God than it is about not eating, right? Because just not eating is not helping you. But when you make an active decision to give yourself permission to be the blessed of God, to operate in the fullness that he provides, if in fact you are open to it, but you've got to be open to different. You've got to be open to better. You've got to be open to more. And you've got to want it. Nobody can want it for you. Nobody can want it for you. It has to be self-desire, self-will, self-purpose all on you. Amen. Um, I'll take one more entry if we have one. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? All right. And if not, listen, I want you to be encouraged today. I want you to know that no matter what you think you feel, if you would make an active decision to pursue the will of the Father for your life. I'm telling you, not only are you going to get there, but it's going to surprise you. It's going to blow you away. I've been 
afraid of this. I've been afraid of this level of a win. Listen, there is a win in the wings waiting on you to respect your process. God has an agenda. Trust him. Don't be afraid of even the stuff that's painful. Deal with your history so you can walk into your destiny. It is all for an appointed time, period. All right, guys. Well, that being said, I love you. I pray that you would go and you would grow in love, that you would be the Jesus that somebody needs to see. Today is the launch of Gloria's new ministry. Um, She has moved out of Archer Circle into um, something in purpose, Lord Jesus. I'm acting real old right here. Uh, tell me, Glow. Positioned. Tell me. Somebody say. Positioned in purpose. Positioned in purpose. Okay. Um, amen. And so her course begins on today. You guys can go to um, my Facebook page. I'm going to share it in just a second. Um, it'll also be posted in the Victory Room. You can get the access code and the information to join um, that particular life group and and start to experience being positioned in purpose it's it's a big deal and it matters um i'm looking forward to the next ministry being born and the next ministry and the next book being written and the next business being birthed and i assure you that if you follow god's plan for your life you're gonna get there you got to otherwise he'd become a liar and we know if we don't know anything else he cannot lie so i pray that you are um intentional about growing and moving and um, and experiencing the fullness of joy that he promised. Um, but more importantly, I pray that you participate uh, in your purpose. I love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you all for your very kind words. Have a good day, guys. I love you all. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye, I everyone. Love you. Have a blessed day, everybody. Love you guys. <laughs>